you want me, where's my dough? Give me money, buy me clothes. No need for talking, have my dough. Where's my money? Where's my clothes? If you want me, where's my dough? Give me money, buy me clothes. No need for talking, have my dough. Where's my money? Why you all in my grill? I'm thinking it's time to chill, but you want to drill though. I couldn't even step out the baby blue behind the veil, kids be trying to kill my hoe, my girlfriend. The people around me is telling me that she's a stalker, like Darth Vader chasing Skywalker. I told y'all I was a street talker. It ain't my fault you gave me your Victoria's Secrets and your Fredericks. You wanted to wall down the story, but instead I took you to Cedric's to entertain you, to do you to DG and never claim you. Me and Missy, we get straight kissing. Oh yeah, we puffing on one of them things too. You blame who? You made me who? I know you ain't bringing that lame crew. Big boy, that fat sacks, T Pretty D are the same boo, but I'm back by the dozen. Family, so you can go ahead with all that stabbing me, cause I will jab thee and slam thee and Bobby will shake your ass, G. Here, here, uh. Yeah, yeah, this is the most non versatile, non one dimensional third eye rap listening to ass nigga in the fucking world. This is King Known Uncensored, man. We just gonna, we just gonna do this light work shit today, man. This is just light shit. No big news, but it is news, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. But I will let the consumers determine on what is big news and what is big news. But big news out of fucking Dreamville, though. Ari Lennox wants out of her deal. Wow. And she put out a series of tweets. Like, you can't make this shit up, though. You really just can't. Like... Wow, she wants to be free mentally. The question is, me personally, I don't think this is a J. Cole issue nonetheless. I mean, you got to think about it. Ari signed there in 2015. She dropped Foe and then didn't drop another project until um, Shea Butter Baby four years later. And now, you know, she has a big record. She has her biggest, highest charting record, Pressure, out right now. And there's no word of when her album is going to come out. This could be a situation that I don't hope turns into a person dropping their biggest hit, but their album never comes out. I've seen this situation a lot. But Ari Lennox, you know, I I watch her lives. I'm a big fan of hers. I like her personality. But, man, that's crazy that she wants out of Dreamville right now. I mean, she's the only R&B artist signed there. And Dreamville, I think the other artists are a little bit more comfortable with their positions than her. I think she just wants to be independent. And she has an independent way of thinking mentally. So I wouldn't be surprised if she drops an album, but it won't be this year. If it is, it'll be a miracle. Because, you know, you can't just get released from your contract. But I think that Cole will let her go. But I don't know about the Interscope side of things. That's what I'm more so worried about. 
But that's wild, though, that she wants to leave. I mean, she put it out there on Twitter. She had a series of tweets, and people were telling her to shut the fuck up and stop complaining. You know, people on podcasts asking her, is some nigga fucking her right? What? Dog, even if you're a podcast like mine, and but you get an interview like Ari Lennox, you don't fuck that shit up. But yeah, shout out to Ari Lennox though, man. Prayer for her freeness. Um, the Detroit Pistons turned down the Los Angeles Fakers offer for Jeremy Grant. I mean, I understand why the Pistons turned that deal down. Me personally, I would have weighed my options. I'd still be calling around about offers for Grant. And then if the Lakers offers the most appealing out of those other offers, then I'd take it. Because they were offering THC. Yeah, niggas be like, it's THT. No, nigga, I call him THC. Because he looked like he burned trees. Um, THC, a.k.a. Samuel from Soul Food. They offered Kendrick Nunn, who has yet to suit up in 2022. And they offered a 2027 first-round pick. The Lakers are going to be trash in 2027. I would have, you know, I would have thought about taking the deal. But there are other offers on the table that could be way better for an asset like Grant that could score 20 points. But here's the problem. Jeremy Grant wants to be prominently featured in the offense of the team that he's going to. You know, since we're in an era where players have the power to determine where they want to go in a trade and have the ability to work with the GMs to, you know what I'm saying, get the deals done, Grant wants to be a number one option. He can be that in Detroit. On a contender, I don't know about that. This would have to be a team that's very good on defense that needs somebody that could come in and shoot offensively. But, yeah, I totally get why they turned that deal down. But anyway, the 76ers, I'm hearing multiple reports about this. Now, the Sixers want James Harden in the offseason. And they're willing to hold on to Ben Simmons until then. My thoughts about this are... I mean, that's a a fair trade both ways because both of them have their flaws. Both of them can help their respective teams because the Nets need defense. And Ben Simmons would be perfect to play alongside Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie who are not afraid of the big moments, not afraid to shoot, not afraid to take the blame for their bullshit. And I think it would be a perfect fit for them. Ben Simmons would help the Brooklyn Nets defensively and help with running the offense so KD and Kyrie don't have to dribble so much they'll be wide open for shots I know Kyrie likes to dribble and shit like that that can be arranged a system can be arranged but the only thing I worry about is Nash I mean Daryl Morey loves James Harden like a son like that's one of the reasons why he wants to to trade for him and they have assets to give the Nets for a guy like Simmons I don't know the Brooklyn Nets pick situation, though. 
that's the only thing that kind of rattles me a little bit is the Nets pick situation. The Nets have a lot more to worry about at the deadline than just grabbing a, a, a Ben Simmons type player because I see the flaws in the Nets. I mean, they lost last night to, um, who did they lose to last night? I'm trying to remember. They weren't even a good, oh, the Timberwolves. That's who they lost to. And Ant-Man went down with an injury and they still lost. So Harden, I'll tell you, man, this dude is proving me right every fucking time, y'all. Like, this nigga is not who y'all think he is. He's not a top 10 player in the league anymore. He's a top 15 player. Now, Kyrie is making his case for a top 10 player. He's making his case, but he's not quite there yet. I don't think Kyrie Irving is there yet. So... Brooklyn has a lot more issues to work out on their side, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Anyway, the Los Angeles Fakers lose to the Miami Heat. Oh, man. It's so, it's so long how fake thugs can pretend. I mean, they lost from the score. It looks close, but they were getting their ass whooped the entire game. And then the fourth quarter, they decided, oh, shit, we actually have to play defense. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, Russell Westbrook had a great game yesterday, and, so, and LeBron, man, LeBron shot well from the field, but one of eight from three. Nah, dog, what the fuck are you doing, LeBron? Eight threes. Four threes a game. You could attempt four threes, but eight? And you only hit one of them? Not good. Did have 33 points and 11 rebounds, but don't let that shit fool you. He could have had 45 or 50 if he would have just took better shot selection. Russ had 24, 9, and 9. He looked like the old Russ last night. He looked pretty good. But, you know, we all knew. Everybody in their mama knew that Miami was going to beat the hell out of them. And Jimmy had a triple-double. 20 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. Duncan Robinson had 25 points. He was shooting them niggas down. I watched about 80% of that game. This dude was shooting the fakers down. He was killing them. Wow, the Knicks beat the Clippers yesterday? Now, that's something. I'm surprised the Knicks could beat anyone. Joker got four triple-doubles in a row. Four straight games with a triple-double. Wow. 
and no one gives a fuck. That's crazy. A lot of people that I watch, a lot of people that, you know, Charles Barkley has all said that Joker is the most disrespected player in the league. Now, me, I'm about 50-50. I'm in the middle. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not Joker's biggest fan, but I respect his grind, and he's definitely a top five player. I give him his due. I mean, he's the MVP. I mean, he could possibly win that motherfucker again, because Denver has been without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. all season. I mean, Porter Jr. did play a few games, but not that many. And everybody's critique of Nikola Jokic on why he can't be nominated for MVP is the Nuggets are sixth in the West. You mean to tell me a player who has been playing without two of his best players in a loaded Western Conference can't win MVP for being 24 and 21? Wow. Okay. But I understand, though, because a lot of people who have won MVPs were on the number one team. But nobody is talking about Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the MVP race. Stephen Curry is in a historic uh, shooting slump. That's something that no one is bringing up. But but honestly, bro, everyone's bringing up everyone's bringing up uh, Curry's shooting slump. Great transition. I noticed that um, Stephen Curry's historic shooting slumps are bought up. But not James Harden. When James Harden plays bad, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't get criticism at all. He doesn't get criticized. You know, he doesn't, you know, he just gets coddled by the media. James Harden is the a media golden child. They don't, they rarely say anything bad about Harden and his inconsistency, his, uh, Whack-ass leadership. They don't say nothing about James Harden. I can show you right now bad games of James Harden this season. I can show y'all. I can show you the world. Because that ball, that fat-ass nigga can't shoot. Not consistently. Like this dude. Like, you got to be hella disappointed in a, in a nigga like Hart. I'm trying to get his box score. I'm trying to get to his points real quick. Hang, bear with me, y'all. So I'm trying to find that shit. Last night. Perfect example, he shot 4 of 13. This is his last 10 games. Shit that nobody brings up. Shit that nobody seems to bring up. The night before, 13 of 24. Okay, that's cute. That's good. 7 of 21. He was 5 of 12. 7 of 22. Uh, 6 of 15. 9 of 22. We can keep going. 9 of 20. 4 of 16, 5 of 21. This isn't in order, y'all. He's had some good shooting in between there. But I'm just saying, 4 of 15, 4 of 13. 
7 of 25. 3 of 10. 5 of 14. 4 of 12. 5 of 17. 6 of 16. Twice. So, and then on top of that, you know, I heard a report from somebody I follow that Harden is complaining about not getting enough calls. Really? Are you kidding me right now? You're complaining about this shit again and they fixed it? The shit, they fixed the shit for you? And you still crying about not getting enough calls? Are you fucking kidding me? This is the reason why they made up the rule. Because you were getting too many fucking calls. And if you look at how many points this nigga averaged versus how many free throws he, he makes, he's getting most of his points from the line. I'm sorry to say it. He is. Yeah, motherfuckers will, will say, oh, you hating. Oh, you just don't like Harden. Of course I don't. But at the same time, I ain't got no reason to lie. If I'm reporting common knowledge. I'm just saying, there's so much emphasis on Steph's bad shooting. But Harden's bad shooting just goes by the wayside. Um, Joel Embiid has been playing phenomenal. And it's going to be very competitive for that MVP, it might be between Embiid and Jokic once again because of obviously Curry's shooting slump, Kevin Durant's injury, Chris Paul's stats aren't MVP-esque, Devin Booker has to like take it into a higher gear, um, DeMar DeRozan is too inconsistent. Giannis, Giannis could could creep into that. Giannis is definitely in the race, for sure. I mean, Steph's still top five. I mean, you know, it's going to be a little bit harder because they've been looking for Steph Curry to fall. They've been hating on that guy. And you notice yesterday, even though the Miami Heat beat the Lakers, they've been quiet. They was quiet when Russ put, put up that 24-9-9, though. You notice they, the media be quiet as a church mouse when Russ is playing up the park. They don't even say nothing. They don't even say Russ play good. But when Russ shoots one and nine and all that other shit, they be on Russ' head. I be noticing a lot of things that a lot of these cats don't notice because they so biased. Or they just not paying attention good enough. The Los Angeles Clippers have expressed interest in John Wall. But the million dollar question for me is, what are you willing to give up to get him? Because you have to give up a chunk of your salary. Now, mind you, the Clippers might not make the playoffs this year. And Paul George will not return this season. Kawhi Leonard is definitely not going to return this season. You feel me? I'm saying so maybe you could trade your current rotation for wall but one person I would keep if I'm the Clippers is Reggie Jackson everybody else they could get traded even Zubac 
even Zubak Shakur can get traded if I'm going to get John Wall. Now, however, I don't know if I would make that deal anyway. John Wall has another $40 million next year, and then you got that nigga making as much as Kawhi and Paul. Now, the Clippers want him, but at what cost? You're going to have to trade rotational pieces to bring Wall in. And we don't even know if Wall can stay healthy a full season. That's been his major fucking flaw. The Cavs are 8-3 and three in the month of January. Cleveland Cavaliers is a team that's not yet talked about enough. And, my, and it's ironic that Miami is doing well, too. I thought all the teams turn to lottery teams when LeBron uh, leaves the team. But, yeah, man, I think that's just due to the improvement of Darius Garland, who is one of the favorites for most improved player. You know, I under that's, Cleveland is a team that I heavily underestimated. Because I thought Cleveland was going to be a lottery team. I didn't think that they was going to take off. But it's their scheme that they run. It's their um, size. You know, they got like a bunch of dudes that's like 6'9 and above playing multiple positions. You know? So it's a lot of factors that have played into this um, success. The Sixers try to counter-offer the Sacramento Kings, um, Tyrese Halliburton, and multiple first-round picks. But the Kings want to build their team around the Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. Maury, Daryl Morey came out and said he's weighing all options and would love to make a deal with Sacramento eventually. They do. They want to build. They they want to deal with these guys. They want to make a deal. But you know, it's got to be right, and it's got to be centered around Ben Simmons because that's who the Sacramento Kings have been wanting for a long time. Al Horford was immediately placed on the block by the Boston Celtics. My issue is, why bring this man back? That's my question. It's like, why would you do that? Why would you bring this man back to your team to trade him? Oh, things ain't working out like you thought, huh? You thought that man could be bought, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they thought shit was peaches by bringing him back since he knew Boston and how they get down and stuff like that.
So you have to sit and critically think about these things. You really do before you make those decisions. Al Horford, if he were to go to a team, that shit has either Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, that has Brooklyn Nets written all over it. I wouldn't be surprised if Al Horford became a Brooklyn Net before the season was out. This sounds like a Brooklyn Nets caliber move. I can see that happening because that's what the Nets kind of need. You know, since they let go of Paul Millsap, I think Horford is a better fit for that team because he could stretch the floor better than Millsap and he plays better defense than Millsap despite them being the same height. And that's, and that's pretty wild. Rockets are not interested in Russell Westbrook playing for them. I'm telling you, nobody wants this dude. also turned down a deal for Jeremy Grant with the Utah Jazz for Joe Ingles in a first round pick. Yeah, I would have turned that shit down too. Hell no. We don't want no fucking Joe Ingles. Now, there has been a series of dirty plays in the NBA. And I feel like the NBA is being light. You know what I'm saying? There's like this flagrant foul with Grayson Allen and Alex Caruso. He should have been suspended four or five games for that. That was some dirty ass shit. I think it's, I mean, but at the same time, you know, LeBron and Isaiah Stewart were suspended like a game or, and then the other nigga had two games. I mean, I feel like Adam Silver is not like David Stern in no way, shape or form because Believe me, Grayson Allen would have, would have been suspended 15 games if that was fucking... And then THT throwing down Suggs like that. That's a, a, a flagrant two and an ejection and a two-game suspension. He wasn't even given a flagrant two. Isn't that crazy? crazy part about all this is the Hornets are interested in Simmons and then you know uh, Philly tried to before trading Cam Reddish Philly tried to uh, to um, trade trade for John Collins from the Atlanta Hawks but they were like no and they decided to do the Cam deal with the Knicks but that's my show this is a uh, King Known Uncensored, light work, and I'm out of here.